I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Hey guys, have you seen The Goonies? Because we're on to wish list movies. Yeah, These are big movies that we think we should have seen. Uh, this is the one that everybody talked about, especially my age. I think it was influential to a lot of people. I think uh, this is one of my dad's favorite movies. It got talked about a lot. Uh, like in my late high school and early college years when nostalgia was just blooming and becoming like a huge thing in the culture. I've never seen it. I've seen bits and pieces. It wasn't on cable a whole lot. I think one, like Halloween, as a kid, I was at a bar getting some pizza with my family, and it was playing on a screen in the distance. So I have a vague idea. The dialogue wasn't on. So I, I, I know some things about it. But this has always been a movie that I've been like, I should probably watch that. Mm -hmm. It is like a seminal movie. I, I guess. Do you want to announce your wish lists? What they are, Josh? Yeah, sure. Um, I, I picked Up because that's one of Pixar's biggest movies, I think, and that's one of ones I haven't seen. That's and one that I, gets talked about a lot, too. I keep hearing talked about to this At day. least the first 15 minutes. <laughs> that old standby. Yeah. You gotta see the first 15 minutes. <laughs> no, the whole movie is pretty good. That, and you haven't seen Wally, too, right? I've not seen Wally. You haven't. We... I've seen, like, the first, like, 10 minutes of Wally, but like that's it. You and me got like puzzle pieces that fit together of all the Disney Pixar movies because right, I've you, seen the ones you haven't. I've seen right. the two he hasn't. No, I've seen the other. <laughs> I saw Monsters University. I haven't as seen well. Moana either. I haven't either. I have. Whoa, okay. I don't really want to. I kind of do. All right. I hear good no. things about it. Yeah. What about you, Justin? What'd you put? Goodwill Hunting. Really? Hmm. I've not seen that. <laughs> not excited. Cat just turned around and gave him a look like you have any movie in the world to choose from. Have you seen that, Cat? Oh yes. Okay. Never watched it. Oh, I watched it once with my dad, and let's just say a bit of it got fast forwarded through. Maybe. I don't yeah. know anything about it. I've never seen it. I don't I've always know heard that it's like it. one of the best movies made. <laughs> That's all I've heard a lot of people say. I wish Justin's I heard a lot of people talk about movies, I so know. I trust that he's heard that. I've heard I've heard it. I, I know there's one that a lot of people like, but I am not one of those people. Yeah. I don't remember it being that good. I remember being intrigued because somebody tells a dirty joke in it. <laughs> and I heard the beginning of the dirty joke. <laughs> And then my dad started fast-forwarding until the next scene, and it's since then. I've never rewatched it, so I've always been like, 
the fuck is that dirty joke? <laughs> so, okay. I, I know. That's why I'm a little excited for I your I know pick. one scene that gets referenced from that movie. Okay. Well, Josh hasn't seen it yet, so maybe we'll hold off on that. Um, predictions. What we do here on the show is usually the people who haven't seen the movie give a little brief elevator pitch or rundown of what they think the movie's going to be about. Surely you know What's the, the basics of this movie. It's a kid adventure movie. Mm-hmm. There's a dance called the Truffle Shuffle, right. yeah. which I have seen some people attempt to do. I don't know if they're doing it correctly. Uh, it's an adventure movie of sorts. Mm-hmm. Probably like Monster Squad without the... Monsters? Monsters. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a, like a mutant in this <laughs> or some sort of monster. That's what I get. And he yells something like, hello, <laughs> or uh, hey over there, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. There's yeah, a, a yeah. pivotal line. What are you doing? Yeah. So he may not be a bad monster. He may be a, a, a Shrek type who's like just misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> Shrek type. That's an archetype now. Right. He's got layers, is what you're saying. I've always considered him to be the same as the two twins from Nothing But Trouble that live in the junkyard. The costumings always look the same, the special effects, so that's what I equated them to. Just hanging out with Demi Moore, like roasting rats or raccoons over a fire. It's a treasure hunt. We're looking for something. I don't know what it is. I don't know where this takes place. I don't know if it's... Probably a, California. It, it's, it, to me, it's kind of like a mix in between in Stand By Me and Monster Squad. But both of those movies have a lot more death, I'm expecting, than this one did. You don't think they're going to kill these kids? Or they're looking for a dead body. It's like a little bit more adventurous version of Stand By Me. Talks about it. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland's in both of them, except he's a vampire still. It's literally a mix of Stand By Me and Monster Squad. It's like they find a dead body, but also Dracula. But Dracula's Kiefer Sutherland from The Lost Boys because he's in Stand By Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Both both Corys are in it, but they're way younger. Oh, and they're playing kids named Tori and Bori. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you love when you're watching something and you're like, hey, I know that actor's name. And then on screen, they're like, hey, that actor's name. And you're like, oh, he couldn't remember another name. So they just gave him his name for the part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stepping on your foot, Mr. Johnson. <clears throat> Who? Who? <laughs> what? I thought face blindness is bad. Like, <laughs> blindness. That's <clears throat> I am name blind. It takes me years to remember people's names sometimes. Mm. You guys are just, you know, beardo and doesn't watch movies person <laughs> to me. <laughs> no, uh, like friends I don't have a problem with, but like coworkers sometimes, it'll take me a long time to learn their names. Sure. Even if I hear them every day and then I'll hear them every day and use their names at work. But as soon as I'm off work, I'm like, who the fuck is that person? <laughs> Someone stops you in the grocery store and you're just like, hey. I totally remember. Them. Yeah. I know where we met, but I don't know your name. <laughs> it's happened to me once. Somebody came up to me and was like, hey, Austin, how's it been? And I had no fucking idea who this guy was. I was like, I don't know your name or your face. This is scary. How do you know so much about me, stranger? You have me at a disadvantage. <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> My reputation precedes me. 
Uh, so we're going to get to it. We're going to watch The Goonies from 1980-something. Uh, from a year. I'm guessing 88. That's what I'm putting out there. That's the year I was born. Because this has a good song in it by Cindy Lauper. The Goonies are all right. I've watched that music video. You don't think that's a credit song? Ooh. That could be a credit song. But sh- 85. The year I was born. Now we have. Now we just need the year you were born, so they can take all three of our identities, yeah, Josh. Goonies eighty-seven. <laughs> all right, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna watch the Goonies. For, ah, that's weird that I chose a movie that came out the same year as me. <laughs> Should we pick movies that came out the year we were born? You can if you want. <laughs> I suggested Titanic to Josh, just a little background. No and he way. sent this rant of a message back like, who the fuck fucking cares about fucking Titanic? I don't care that it was the biggest movie ever for 20 years I, and a huge historical event. I know no we couldn't touch thanks. on the big one, but this seems like the second one we've talked about, like the second biggest one that came out you've seen that you haven't seen. I've seen Avatar. Uh, no one cares. You keep bringing that up. No one cares about Avatar except for you and James Cameron. I don't care I about Avatar either. He's come out the year I was born, guys. Okay, maybe we'll go through it on the podcast. No, don't yes. start now. <laughs> that is a Lethal Weapon. Really good one. Oh, I haven't seen Lethal Weapon in my year. We're just going to add to the list. Akira. These, these are really? all. Ooh, oh, we've all three seen Akira though. I remember the night Josh sent me the text, I saw Akira, and I was like, there goes a great episode. Thanks, Josh, for having a private life. What? What? Okay. And Bloodsport. Just watch 1985's The Goonies. Okay. My first time. We're in it. What yeah. do you think? Oh, what an adventure under a little bit of ground in a, a country club and then a wishing well. And then a pirate ship was there. Underground cave system. I couldn't figure out where we were in the country, first of all. I was like, this either has to the be coast. Maine or Oregon. I don't think they said... They may have said the name of the town, but it was just one of those towns. Yeah. Um, so I got it pretty much right. It's the name of like a group of friends, an adventure crew. Each of them has their own little personalities. We don't get too much backstory, though. It, it, it gets right to it. Um, they live in a house full of antiques. They find a treasure map 
And instead of looking at it behind the glass, they break it right away and get their grubby little fingies all over oh, it. Oh yeah, they do. These uh, are these are grubby little kids, all of them. Uh, so this is Sean Astin and Brolin that live in a house that's like an antique store. There's so much stuff in the attic, but... Is this their dad or dad's collection? I think it got passed down to them, maybe, or it was just in the house when they bought it. I don't know, but there are treasures upstairs that they're going to just touch and wrinkle and put in their pockets. There's a couple of things they set up at the beginning of this movie that I don't understand. You mentioned this. The mom has a line in the beginning where she says that she wants to make sure that the house is clean before they destroy it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? If your house is getting demolished tomorrow? I'm sorry. This is way too light of a mood. This movie starts with a man hanging himself in prison. <laughs> they came to himself. <laughs> the first scene is like panning up. And there's this dude in a prison cell hanging himself like fucking Johnny Depp in the first Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Or uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That's not how Johnny Depp dies in Nightmare on Elm Street. You're right. He explodes in a bed. Yeah. I don't I don't, I don't know the dude's it's name. It's the other dude, yeah. Who gets killed in the prison cell. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he's faking it. There's like a, a suicide note on his chest. It's like, ha ha, gotcha, chump. Yeah. <laughs> he like took, like, he like broke off a piece of pipe and he like rigged it so he was like not actually hanging but it looked like he was hanging yeah took a piece of cord and then he like uh they have this whole escape plan where they're going to pour gasoline in a circumference around the yard and as soon as he gets in the getaway car he'll lean out and light it and then the cops will be trapped in a ring of fire oh yeah i learned it in a song They it was called escape. Jailhouse Rock. <laughs> they can't escape the Ring of Fire. No, cops are uh, weak to fire. <laughs> yeah. Element type cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they could have shot through it, though. Um, they could have, but no one likes to use guns for violence in this movie. No. They'll use them to scare. Yes. But... Threats of violence, but not actually use them. Yeah. Except Except that, oh, you're... No, 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 no. We're wrong. There are some baddies in this movie named the Fratellis, and when we first meet them, they're at like a summer cottage that's been out, or summer restaurant that's been out of commission, and they have killed two dudes by shooting them in the head. Yeah. This movie gets dark. It's an FBI agent and a cop, I think. I understand, yeah, a lot of like skeletons on a pirate ship, sure, old dead bodies, whatever, that's decor. But when you've got like a G-Man frozen in the closet (laughs) and one of the kids is like, wrestling with it to a not scene, get caught yeah there's a scene where he comically gets trapped underneath a dead body yeah <laughs> real dark for some of this uh the fratellis are dark as shit they're like they are out of a stephen king novel we talked about stand by me in the opening and they really are going to see dead body more dead bodies than that movie constantly um what was the other one we said? It was like Lost Boys. You got a little Lost Boy in there because it's on the coast. A bunch of kids cutting loose. I mean, there was no aliens or vampires. Oh. I could have used, if this was like an alien ship at the end, like um, one of the people knocks something over and there's like a control panel on the other side. What are your guys' first experience with this? Let's go into histories real quick. Since I watched it all the time as a kid. Did you have it like in physical media? Yeah, my dad liked this movie a lot. Oh, okay. 
So you had like original VHS and then probably upgraded to DVD when it got released? Yeah, I think I got it for him as like a Father's Day gift at one point. Okay. Like a collector's edition or something or other. And then you probably showed this to Josh. Yeah, yeah I was at Justin's party. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Four or five years ago? Are you sure? It was fairly recent. Because when we announced that we were going to watch this movie tonight, Josh is like, I just watched this four or five years ago. And we're like... That's recent enough. A couple of months and I can understand. I remember this. Okay. We were joking that it was going to like flip a switch in Josh's brain and he was going to be like, I noticed things this time. I didn't notice the first time. No. And now I understand why people watch movies more than once. <laughs> <laughs> Other than, you know, Cars, and Cars 2, and Cars 3, and like, yeah, Lego Batman. <laughs> Justin Bieber documentaries. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, that's just the premise of the show. I don't want to watch these movies. <laughs> you can watch whatever you want and then bring things to the table. <laughs> well, that's not true. He needs to watch things at least one of us haven't seen. Yeah, you're right. That. It grows more difficult by the day because there's not like an endless I, amount. I know. Of I, had, I had to watch a movie this weekend. I watched a movie. Ooh. No. What'd you watch? Uh, Jiro dreams of sushi. Oh, that's so, not a new movie. Well, no. I mean, it's I, I watched <laughs> had to movie, watch a movie new for me. Yeah. Outside of the podcast. What'd you think? Uh, I mean, maybe I'll put it on the list. It, Have you it seen was, it? It was okay. Oh, I haven't either. That feels like one you might have watched in. Film school. That's a really popular yeah. film school one now. Maybe not when you yeah. were there. Um, so, <sighs> you all ever have a group of friends that you just went by nicknames and all your parents just called you the nicknames that you went Literally by? Literally everyone, including your girlfriend's <laughs> friend. Everyone in town. <laughs> yeah. So after this prison chase, uh, the Fratellis get free. We meet with the kids. And they're yeah. at... We got, let's go through the kids. Okay. We got Sean, Sean Aston, Aston, who's the golden boy. Uh, he is the younger brother of Thanos, mm -hmm. who is pumping iron, getting ready to take on the Avengers. And, and horned up. Well, I guess like most of the dudes in this movie are horned up. Yeah, they're written really horny. Yeah. Uh, we have some friends. Um, Data. The first kid to show up... Oh, the mouth. ...is combing his hair. Yeah. And this is the mouth. He keeps it in his back pocket like it's a switchblade, but it's a giant comb that doesn't close or anything. None of them really have good nicknames. It's Corey Feldman. And he's yeah. the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. The mouth isn't that much better than Chunk. You know, Sean Astin talks way fucking more than the mouth. <laughs> yeah, he does. Sean Astin will get going, and I'm like, whoa, did I miss something? <laughs> Calm down, because he'll be like, we have to do this, and then we have to do this. And then. It's like, okay, you are great at giving speeches, but try and breathe right? and see what happens. <laughs> He's just turning blue in the face <laughs> a couple of scenes. He goes until he just... <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that's why he's never going to be the leader of this group. And Chunk steps over him. <laughs> and Chunk. Trips. We have and, and trips. And trips. <laughs> the next member after Corey Feldman in the mouth is Chunk. Yes. Chunk comes up. He's the wild card of the group. Mm -hmm. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He's got rowdy hair. And he loves to dance. Because <laughs> when he comes sure. up. Sure. We can put it that way. <laughs> when he comes up to the house, they're like, why don't you show us your famous... Truffle and shuffle and chunk. <laughs> Chunkather. 
the, the, the truffle shuffle is like the most famous thing from this movie, I think. It's one of the easiest things to emulate, for sure. sure. Uh, you just kind of wince your face you up, and you fat. pull your shirt up, and you wiggle. You got, you got it. That's that's gatekeeping. I can't do the truffle shuffle. No. Oh. You can't do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> it would be appropriated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel bad for this kid. Not like this character. Not only do his friends call him Chunk, they. Physically, they make like, him you have humiliate to dance, himself kid. before he comes. If you want to come and hang out, out. <laughs> yeah, dance. <laughs> um, then, not only do they let him in, they're like, "Why don't you wait a second? I'm gonna light a candle. It'll burn a rope. A bowling ball will drop. Or pop a fucking first of many Rube Goldberg machines in this movie. It set a tone. Like, is that part of the lineage of this town? Is there an annual Rune Goldberg <laughs> machine?" competition every year. That's where he was born. Yeah. Because <laughs> this one just opens the gate. And it, the thing I don't really like about this one, I have a problem with this one. It's like, first off, it's like a Pee Wee Herman, your dad. But it relies <laughs> on... And Did you see him at the end? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that dude, speaking of actors who have been in other things, that dude, I'm almost positive, has been in Amazing Stories. Probably. Uh, but it relies on a chicken laying an egg to open the door. You get scurred. You can't rely on a chicken opening an egg, like laying an egg to do anything mechanical when you need to. It just gets scared and it doesn't open. And they're like, sorry, Chunk. Can't come in. Not today. Truffle shuffle wasn't good enough. <laughs> come back in three hours and make this chicken lay an egg. <laughs> uh, now, Data comes flying through the window, literally. Yep. He has a zip line hooked up from his house, which is slightly higher. And he zip lines through, and they're like, oh shit, our screen door. He just comes straight through. I like how Sean Astin has, goes up, opens the glass door, mm -hmm. and screams about the screen door that he also could have just opened instead of screaming about it. Yeah. But it makes for a really <laughs> comic scene where you get to hear, like, Flight of the Valkyries play from this kid's backpack, and then he smashes into all of them. They all go down like dominoes, and it knocks a statue off the table, which Wait, Chunk catches. Yeah. And this is something to establish Chunk's clumsiness, because he's like, hey guys, I saved it, and three seconds later, he drops it. He goes to set it back down on the table, and... The wiener falls like, off. Put it... <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> Don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah. Because then he's like, I don't know which way it goes back on. <laughs> yeah, was a, there was a line where Sean Aston's like, oh no, it's my mom's favorite part. Yeah. Boy, this is mom just sipping wine on the couch, just like <laughs> reaching back and diddling this statue while she watches soap operas or something. Or even worse, she it's prime time. She just stares at it. The, the Price is Right is on. It's prime time, like dinner's in the oven, and she's just like, oh, statue. <laughs> They they like super glue it back on upside down. Chunk doesn't notice. He's like, I think it looks fine. It's pretty good. Yeah, Josh Brolin, I think, had a line here where he's like, if God made it like that, we'd be pissing in our faces. Mm, yeah. He's kind of like the older bully brother, but he doesn't seem to have... He's not much of a bully. He's not very popular. He's not like a... The girl likes him. Really high above that. Well, yeah, but she's hanging out with a popular guy and ditches him. Yeah. To hang out with the two bros, the kissy bros, Sean Astin and James Brolin. Yeah, she's <laughs> tasting all that family. She made out with the mom and the dad later, too. 
Uh, they are losing the house because a fucking no, no. no a, a resort like uh, what do you call them? Yeah, they're demolishing the house to build a, a resort. No, country club. They're so, building a sure, but they're expanding the they're, already made country club. They're, on the, they're like on the shore. It doesn't seem like a great place to put a country. They keep club. calling it the docks. Sure. Yeah, we see some like tennis courts and everything. My question is, if they had to break into this place, who put all those pipes down there that was running the water fountains at the country club? I don't think these people were planning on leaving. They didn't have any of their shit packed. No. And their house is getting demolished tomorrow. They hired one cleaning (laughs) woman to come and clean up the house. And this is a scene where Corey Feldman is following them around the house, giving her, like, They have to set up so he can speak Spanish so that he can translate the map later. Not only that, he speaks Italian to the... Yeah, he's family. like a, yeah. He's the mouth. He speaks all languages. <laughs> That's his ability. <laughs> but this, this was a kind of funny scene where he was going through all the different rooms, telling the cleaning lady like. This is where they keep the sexual torture devices. Yeah, and he's like, it's very important you keep the, this drawers for the marijuana, this <laughs> drawers for the cocaine and speed, and the bottom drawers where they keep the heroin. Must keep them separate. <laughs> So he's, he's messing with her, and she's getting a crazy idea of what this family's all about. Because they're like, hey, our house is going to get destroyed tomorrow. Can you clean it? Mm-hmm. Nothing's packed, like you said. But the kids are... Who was translating for them before Corey Feldman? No one. This is her first day. This is literally her first day on okay. the job. They got that they she has her a couple, service or something? A couple of hours to clean this house before it's destroyed. <laughs> they go up to the attic to look at all the treasures left behind. And uh, this is when they find the map, but it comes with a doubloon. So he wants to open it, and he's like, how do I open this glass painting? I'll hand it to Chunk. And then he counts down, three, two, one. So we've established Chunk is hungry all the time, and clumsy. And a coward. And a coward. Three great character traits. And he snitches on them. He does. Like, he gives them up like that. He gives that. them up like that. Yeah. Very, they were going to murder him. They were just making him a V8 <laughs> at the time. <laughs> he told them stuff they didn't even ask. He sat and... That, <laughs> that was one of the best scenes, I think. That joke where he's just sitting and it keeps coming back <laughs> and cutting back to him. And he's just admitting things just for crying. like an hour. Just petty childhood bullshit <laughs> that nobody cares about. And they just let him go. <laughs> but uh, they find a map, a doubloon. They're like, oh, somebody went looking for this like 100 years ago and died in the process. But we are five kids with unique personalities and an older brother who will chase us down. We're going to go. So they take James Brolin and tie him to the chair, get on the bikes, deflate his tires. Because he's not know. into it. He's like, no, you can't go. Mom said, Mom, stay look here. around me. And it's like, and I have a date on Sunday. A house you can't get grounded, James Brolin. Right? What are you going to be grounded? Where are you being grounded to? Exactly. Think this through. <laughs> Come on the adventure with us. He does. Uh, he's on the He chases him down as soon as he can get loose. The mom doesn't let him loose. Yeah. The mom comes Also, home. he got murdered in the beginning of this movie. You remember whenever he was on that little girl's bike and that dude? Oh, the yeah. dude drives him off of a cliff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the mom comes home and doesn't let him free. And the maid thinks this is one of their weird sexual games. Uh, the mom thinks he's doing a weird workout, even though he's like... Understandable. Let me out. 
He's literally saying, let me out. I'm understandable. <laughs> he's, he has the Batman cuffs in his room where he does the upside-down sit-ups. He's, he's got himself into these sick, dicky situations right. before. He didn't say the safe word, so she just knocked him in. <laughs> Goonies! <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they are on their way to adventure. They find something in the landscape that resembles first the map, then they can hold up the, the balloon and use the uh, skyline to like find an old restaurant that was there during tired times. It's the summer restaurant where the Fratellis have set up their crime syndicate. <laughs> this is where they keep the bodies. This is where they're just murdering feds. <laughs> I don't know what their plan is. I don't know if they have a plan at the beginning well, of this. What is the dude doing? They don't know about the treasure room. until Chunk gets away. They robbed a bank, right? That was like, Did no, they? they broke him out of prison. Yeah. This might just be their hideout spot. Uh, Slot is there, is the mom's child, maybe. One of the sons, also. And they keep him in the basement watching I TV. I don't think that was ever implied. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sloth is, like, it, it's, it's the two brothers at the end, like, pulling the rope, and he's like, yeah? Well, I'm actually your brother and your dad. <laughs> so kill him. <laughs> but no. Uh, there's, like, a mega basement to this restaurant, because it was built in pirate days. So the kids, they stupidly enter. They're like, oh, there's bullet holes on this car, and there's gunshots outside, and it's obviously not open, but let's go in. And uh, what's her name? The ma of this crew. Just ma? I think they just call her ma. Ma? She, could, she asked what the kids want, because she's like acting like it's a restaurant for some reason, instead of just telling them to well, get she, she fucking likes to lost. Fuck with them. Tell them, they're, they're four kids, tell them to get lost. You're killing well, she. I, I, guess, I guess she was, like, debating on if they needed to deal with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure, like, they Because they came in, and they'd be like, uh, we can't have them going and tell their parents that they saw us sit here. Eh, yeah. It seems like a temporary hideout anyway, but... Sure. They, uh... Uh, Mama Fratelli. Mama Fratelli, okay. Uh, there's... I like how Joe, Joey Pants is wearing a bad toupee in this, like he does oh, in the Oh, real bad. <laughs> and it keeps falling off every other scene. I couldn't figure out why there were fake logs that looked like they were in embers on top of this fire pit. <laughs> it was like the, a movie prop that they forgot was there. Because there's these logs and they have like the red foil on them to make them look like they're on fire. And James Brolin's just picking this thing up and moving it around. I thought it was at least like a heater that was made to look like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's, like, a secret door under the fire. This is when they get separated. They split the party. Uh, Never split the party. Chunk is going to have a V8 made for him, and it's torture. This is when Chunk gets left in the freezer. With a dead body. With a dead body. And the rest of them go on a spelunking adventure. There's pitfalls and traps. They find a skeleton who was the Bats. guy who came before. One late, the girl loses her glasses. Oh, yeah. She can't see. Uh, there's spike traps. She loses her glasses and can't see, but the other girl is the one who kisses a guy by mistake. It was dark. <laughs> by mistake. Yeah, it was dark. It was and dark. she couldn't tell that he was what? Not what? James Brolin. Not James Brolin <laughs> and Sean Austin instead. Oh, like, yeah. Jesus. I get Sean Austin and James Brolin confused all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I 
kind of like this. You, you like this part, Josh? Where they're walking through the caves and there's like, they're f- figuring out puzzles and traps and stuff. Yeah. This part felt really Resident Evil to me. I mentioned it while we were watching. Yeah. There's, there's like puzzles for no reason. Puzzles for These no reason. These pirates have this elaborate tunnel with random puzzles. <laughs> Yeah. And also there's like a muty family upstairs that wants you dead. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, already lit torches, kind of like Skyrim it seems down there. Like you they get find down some dynamite. There's just candles and it's like, who lit these? Yeah. Yeah, they find a big thing of dynamite. And they think that it's candles because again, it's dark. And kids. Yeah. Um, I think the only, the only real set piece that stands out to me down here, I mean, there's like the pit trap, there's the dude who's smashed by the boulder. Yeah. The piano's really fun, though. I that think. one was a fun one. On the back of the map, there's a bar of music. I don't think she would have been able to play this. I think it would have been in a, a, a different uh, musical notation than we read nowadays. <laughs> right? Having been written in pirate times. <laughs> but there's a couple of good jokes, music jokes and everything. When you hit the wrong keys, like, part of the floor disappears, and it's a bottomless pit, but when you hit the right keys, like, a stone trap door comes down a little bit. Almost all of them did something, like, were needed to get through. This is like a D&D adventure. Yes. Because they needed the mouse to translate the map. Mm-hmm. They needed her to play the piano. Mm-hmm. They needed... Sean asked him to give an inspiring speech so they didn't give up. Chunk made a companion. He, Chunk made a companion. Yeah. He befriended the monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Brolin... He's the muscle. I mean, is that a sloth? Later. <laughs> yeah. Um, Josh Brolin is kind of a tag-along for the first part of this movie. There's the redhead girl who, like, freaks out every time. She Her character's all over the place. Yeah. It, it's really hard to... Carrie. Or no, her name. Carrie Green's the actress. It's Andy. Right. What was her name. Because at one part, she's, like, walking through the pits, and she... The script has her, like talking about her looks, and it's really, like, manic. She's, like, hu- hyperventilating or something. Yeah. And then we see a skeleton for... Talking th- about her body. Like, the third time in the movie, and everyone screams. Um, but the next time we see her, she's, like, really into one of the brothers. And she's, like, holding hands with Sean Astin. Yeah. And she knows it's him at that point. Yeah. That's what confused me. Um, I think at that point, she was really just... Like, scared? Sure. Yeah, all of them were. Yeah. I can't believe Data saved himself with those fucking chompers. Oh my god. He's falling into a... a, That was pretty funny. First of all, if you dig a spike pit, it only has to be about four or five feet. (laughs) That was a... Because the point is, you fall into the spikes, and you can't get out. That's what kills you. This was a 60-foot deep spike pit? Are we done digging yet? You could have just made a 60-foot deep hole. (laughs) Fall through that, and you're done. No. Deep... (laughs) Digging. <laughs> yeah, you could put almost anything in the bottom of a six. You don't even have to put anything down there; just the ground mm-hmm. will do you do enough. Sure. <laughs> Overkill, if you ask me. But he's got all sorts of devices. That's his. He's the uh, the the Rubicon of pirates. The gadget, the gizmo. Oh, the kid. Uh huh. Yeah, data. We get to the pirate ship finally. He's also the one who keeps falling. He falls several times in this movie. Through the floor. Through the floor. Mm-hmm. Chunk trips on himself. This kid falls <laughs> through traps. <laughs> they all have lanterns. Um, and they find the pirate ship in a cove. Oh, wait. I, I guess first they find the wishing well. 
and uh-huh. they think it's like it's kind of a red herring. We they're about they, to leave. Like think, first they want well, to no, no, we think they found the treasure because it's a room full of like trinkets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, it's all quarters. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh, we're under the middle of town, and three of the foley oh, dudes are up above them. We missed the them shaking the pipes. Well, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Somebody else had to have been down here to put those pipes in that are like provide water for the water fountain under the the. The course. Yeah. I like that scene where they're like yanking on the pipes and the water fountain's going up and down. The guy's trying to drink from it and he can't. You always yanking pipes with one eye willy. And <laughs> and then like the haunted showers. Yeah. Where those guys. That was the scene <laughs> of like Freddy Krueger or Stephen King's It. As soon as I, like I'm in the showers and I hear pipes creaking and then the tile breaks in any way. I'm out. <laughs> I'm leaving. This dude hears something, goes into the like the toilet and sits down, and it just explodes him through the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> this is the country club. I guess there's like an antagonist kid. That was him. To yeah. James Brolin. He was the one who killed James Brolin in the beginning. Yeah, he was riding a little girl's bike and he threw him off the cliff with it. But he was going it, so fast. At this point, he's like yelling, "Daddy!" because he got. He got his dick popping off by this toilet. <laughs> Just like the statue. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, we can reattach it. But it'll have to be pointing up. <laughs> balls on top? Yep, balls on top. <laughs> I learned how from this statue. Uh, so, yeah, this is like the pivotal moment where they can choose to quit and go up through the wishing well, or they continue on. They continue on, find the pirate ship, they find one-eyed Willie. He's in the captain's quarters, surrounded by a ton of what looks like magical loot. A lot of it's glowing green and gold and red. There was a like an orb that I definitely would have took. Yeah. Like a crystal ball looking thing. There's one pile of treasure they don't want to take. It's, on it's a scale. All, Yeah, and you're like, And he's looking right at it. We have... We've messed with enough stuff tonight. Let's not touch the obvious. Everything else, though, fair here. game. Fair game. We're going to be like those... The, the plot from the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, now we can't die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like zombies. Nah, we're, we're also going to be like that other Disney movie plot where a kid goes into the Cave of Wonders, but you can't touch that one thing. Yeah. Just the gold. <laughs> no, I guess you can only touch the lamp in the Cave of Wonders, right? Yeah, because yeah. anything else was bad. Anything, or just that one thing Abu touched? It was anything. I'm just saying, what if that was the only cursed item in there? And <laughs> has got terrible luck. Yeah, could be. Because <laughs> he said, bring me the lamp, and then you can have any treasure that you want. Why would Jafar lie? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trustworthy guy. So the one thing you want to do when you may have to swim in the ocean is load up your pockets with gold. Yep. Uh, they all do. They empty out their marbles. But then the Fratellis get here. And they make them walk the plank. I mean, it's scarier in the open sea. Mm-hmm. They're kind of just in a beautiful lagoon <laughs> it's, down here. It's kind of, this is one of those things that doesn't make sense because she's like trying to get them to walk the plank. Mm-hmm. And then they escape after Slosh shows up by jumping <laughs> off the plank. Running the plank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ma Fratelli gets... Well, now that it's our idea, it's good. Ma Fratelli gets thrown <laughs> off the plank once, climbs After back she gets up, punched in the face. And then falls off again. Yeah. She jumps off twice. They fuck Whee! up the trap, the Rune Goldberg machine. And this doesn't do dick other than raise the anchor. 
Like, it's not a self-destruct mechanism. And if they hadn't blown open the wall with their uh, candle dynamite, the ship would have just went, boom. And just like, how is it moving? It doesn't have sails. Or a crew. It turned. Or a current. Yeah. It's a ghost ship. Ghost ship. One-eyed lilies. Oh, I wish at the end, they're all standing on the beach watching it go away, and they just hear like, and, just, and you hear the cannons go, but it shoots treasure at them. And all the parents are standing there just like, Fwack! just torn to pieces by doubloons. <laughs> That's the curse of One-Eyed Willy. His treasure shot. His, his money shot, if oh, you will. Oh, okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen One-Eyed Willy's money shot? <laughs> Very good. So they do escape with the help of Sloth. Chunk and Sloth are friends. He's wearing a Superman shirt. Turns on his family, kind of, but then saves them. And all the parents are at the beach. Why are all the parents at the beach? They're looking for the kids. But why there? Don't know. This seems like a, a town where a lot of places you could go to disappear at. I think there was a bit of a time skip for whenever they got discovered by those cops. Because there were cops riding down the beach, and they're like... Hey, those kids are here. We should like let people oh, know. Oh, maybe they're just like. And then hey, there was like a don't smash move. cut. Your parents are coming. And there's a smash cut to like the news and everybody being okay. Okay. Like, I imagine they've been missing for a little bit. <sighs> and then the fertilities come out once again after the path has been destroyed behind them. Somehow the fratellis catch up with them. No, there was a there was like that they they left the same way that the <laughs> ship came out. I'm just saying, it's a continuing theme in the movie. The kids will go through some elaborate thing like a huge water slide or some bullshit. Or be like, oh that's Oh, and then they just walk down the stairs. Yeah, and the fratellis yeah. come down the stairs. <laughs> or the elevator. They're always there. <laughs> you may just watch up sixteen flights of stairs and there was an elevator here the whole time. <laughs> That's the end of The Goonies from 1985, directed by Chris Columbus and Steven Spielberg. Josh, this being one of the only movies you've seen twice in your life, <laughs> what'd you think? It wasn't better the second time. <laughs> I, I think this is a very open movie. Like, none of the locales they go to are interesting. Most of the characters are, I guess, not at the time. You don't like dilapidated beach restaurant or... Tunnels? Yeah. <laughs> what about tunnels? What about pirate ship in Cove? Yeah, so they blow their that's budget on the pirate ship. That's cool. But they're on it like two seconds and then literally jump off of it <laughs> and go away. Like, we don't see much of the cool pirate ship. Also, like, I don't like that that's the review. Like, no, there's literally just a pirate ship here with a bunch of gold in it. Like, what? Yeah. Like, isn't this the kind of movie where, like, They'd find nothing, and the adventure and them escaping hers is the reason. And then, like, the kid trips and a doubloon falls off his shoe, and it's like, oh, it was real. Or, and that's you know, enough some... to save his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, I'm much more satisfied with that. But still, all the other, you know, it's, it's pretty whatever. Chunk you know? was definitely the boy who cried wolf also, because he called in 911 once in the movie, and they're like, shut up! Yeah. And then at the end, they're like, hey, Remember when you said Mussolini was living in your garage? Remember when you said the Ninja Turtles were really from Texas? <laughs> you just, Do you remember when you said Hitler lived in a hollowed out section of the earth? <laughs> <laughs> He's real into conspiracy theories also. Sure, sure. Uh, uh, what do you think, Justin? Having 
seen it again. Uh, I have a bit of nostalgia for this movie. Like I said, I watched, I kind of grew up watching it. Yeah. Um, so I'm always going to have like a soft spot in my heart for it. I don't think it's a spectacular movie by any means, but it's a fun action movie. I thought James Brolin's character could have been a bit stronger, and the two girls could have had a lot more to do other than just be like, ah, I lost my glasses. Well, the girl who lost her glasses kind of did some stuff. We, we, we missed the kiss. This, the, the, where she kissed no, Sean Astin. Oh, well, not the girl with the glasses, the redhead. Yeah. Don't, don't confuse our audience. I know. <laughs> and but then we had that weird shoehorned romance between Corey Feldman and the girl with the glasses. Yeah, that the felt end. very like the Breakfast end Club. Breakfast Club. Yeah, it's just like, why? Because they have to. <laughs> they have to. <laughs> they have to it's have in, a love interest. It's in the script. But their age difference is like... I know. It's yeah. It's in the script. I think he's to. a little bit old. Like, he's like kind of in between. He's old for... Yeah, he's older than for his age because he knows Spanish and Italian. No, no, no I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he did seem... He knows seem, the languages of love, Justin. He did seem a little bit older than, like, Chunk and Data and... Yeah. Like, yeah. he's in between... Sure. Sean Astin He's middle and school, Josh their elementary, their high school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, being my first time seeing it all the way through in completion, it's, it's a fun adventure that doesn't make hardly any it sense. Make any sense. Um, it's a. It feels like a really good rainy day movie, kind of just to have on in the background. Love that. That the Goonies are all right from the soundtrack. It's kind of meta how they're watching that on TV though, and we're like, is that where they got their name, the Goonies, from? <laughs> yeah. Before that, they were the Psycho Killers and the Stooges. The video killed the radio stars, but that one didn't last very long. <laughs> just every Friday they go watch the new MTV music video and they're like, that's our name now. Yeah. <laughs> this week it's the Goonies. The Goon, uh, did he say the line, the Goonies never die? <laughs> no. He inducted, uh, he declared that One-Eyed Willie was the first Goonie. Oh. Sean Astin did. Yeah. He has that power. Yeah. He's like the, uh... Uh, Mormon church. Even after you die, you can be inducted into them so you can go to Goonie Heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there can only be 144,000 Goonies, though, that exist. <laughs> That's the limit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you've enjoyed this or uh, want to listen to any of the other shows we've talked about tonight, like Amazeballs or other podcasts or any of the movies we've talked about, you can find us on podcasts.com or the iTunes podcast app under FabCheck. You can find us at YouTube under FabCheck, FabCheck at Facebook, and FabCheck at gmail.com. We have a Amazeballs and What About Wrestling feature. Those are our two other shows right now. Either you want to shout out anything? Anything? Anything to shout out? No. <laughs> well, until next time. Oh! Hey, you guys! <laughs> have you seen... 